0: Hi, friends, welcome to Think Better, Live Better podcast episode number 43. This is your host Satish Kumar. Every single week, I bring an inspirational story or a message to help you unlock your human potential. Steve Jobs said, The people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are usually the ones who do. What does it mean to be a catalyst for change? The most common definition of the word comes from chemistry, where a catalyst is a substance that causes or speeds up chemical reaction. But when I use the word catalyst, I am describing a person who creates a positive change in their world through their ideas, actions and influence. When it comes to making a positive difference in the world, change occurs only when someone somewhere takes responsibility for changing himself or herself and takes action to help others change too. Without the actions of some person change doesn't happen. We often think of changing the world as something big that takes big plans, large teams and huge resources. We overestimate the importance of big events and underestimate the value of small actions, taken to help others. Some of the greatest catalysts for change in the world took small steps that seemed insignificant at the time without fanfare, recognition or reward and simply allowed one step to lead to the next, ultimately leading to great change. When you're willing to take small steps and become a catalyst, there is really no telling what it can lead to or how great an impact you might make. If you had asked Maria Kansai when she was a small girl what kind of impact she would make on others, I doubt she could have dreamt of doing a fraction of what she has actually done so far. Maria was born in Avanca, a small village in Portugal. When she was two years old, her mother went to Lisbon to find work. And Maria was left to stay with an Angolan immigrant, a black woman named Christina Matos, who worked as a cleaning woman. Sadly, Maria's mother, who had Alzheimer's disease, never returned from Lisbon. Despite having six children of her own to feed and care for, Christina raised Maria as her own. She even went against authorities who wanted to take the child away and put her in foster care. When Maria was nine, Christina died. By the time Maria was 12, she had to quit school and go to work, cleaning houses to support herself. She worked hard, but she also had dreams of traveling the world. At 18, she left her home country in search of a better life. She worked hard, learned English and French, and started getting better employment in restaurants. Eventually while in England, She applied for a job as a flight attendant with Emirates Airlines based out of Dubai and she got the job. Her work took her to various places including Bangladesh. What she saw in Bangladesh brought her pain and inspired her to do something different. In 2005, when she was in Dhaka, she visited the slums. People were living in makeshift homes that were surrounded by so much of garbage and filth. The scarcity of resources and livelihood in slums were drastic. She started to help just in a small way to start. Maria was especially struck by the plight of girls there. Typically, they were treated like property and married off by their families by age 13. By 18, they usually had 4 or 5 children and were trapped in poverty for entire life. Rather than walking away, Maria decided to do something. She spent all her holidays in Bangladesh. She promised 100 families with 600 students between them that she would do everything she could to take their children out of poverty, slavery and destitution. Many people in Dubai helped her in building the community and several facilities, including a school in Dhaka. Maria worked with corporate sponsors and influential people in Dubai to help the poor in Bangladesh. But when the 2009 recession hit, donations and funding disappeared overnight. She didn't let that stop her. Now that she had become a catalyst for change, she was not going to let anything stop her from making a difference. Looking for another way to raise money, she turned to the internet. She discovered that her best way forward would be to do something, to get noticed and use charity campaigns to raise funds. With no experience and no special athletic talent, she trained to climb a mountain. And in 2010, she summited Mount Kilimanjaro. But that didn't get the attention she had hoped for. So she set her sights on another target. In 2011, she trekked to North Pole. She was the first Portuguese woman in the world to do it. In the same year, she also walked a marathon in each of the seven Emirates of the United Arab Emirates in seven days. She was able to gain enough attention that a prominent school in Dubai provided scholarships for five children from the slums of Dhaka for an education up to the age of 18. But she was also frustrated that the impact of her efforts was so short-lived. She decided she needed to do something really big. She would climb Mount Everest after training for a year. She made the attempt and reached the summit in 2013. Maria said it was not for glory that I had set out on this expedition. It was a desperate measure to help slum children in Dhaka. I wanted to let them live with dignity and give them the opportunities I had when I was young. Though she missed her goal of raising 1 million from her climb, she did start gaining attention for her cause. With that success behind her, she ramped up her efforts, taking on one amazing feat after another. Her main gift was not athletic talent, but sheer determination. She holds multiple Guinness world records, including most consecutive days, running an official ultra marathon by a female, and fastest time to run an ultra marathon on each continent by a female after that she started doing ironman competitions she even attempted to swim the english channel only a year after learning to swim after 15 years the older students she helped are now in universities around the world dear fathers and mothers we all have one thing in common We all want the best for our children. We all want the best education, the best opportunities. We all want to see them going to college. We all want to see them become the next leaders. We all want to see them become doctors, engineers, lawyers and scientists of tomorrow. Currently, one billion people are living in slums. In other words, one in every eight men, women and children currently live in slums and that number is growing. It is our collective responsibility as a society that we should be able to provide opportunities and level playing field for these children growing up in slums. Christina, Maria's foster mother who was living in extreme poverty was already feeding six children. She didn't hesitate to open the doors for Maria. Poor Angolan black woman, Christina Matos, was a catalyst for change. Maria has been a catalyst for change. Bangladeshi students helped by Maria will become the catalyst for change. Ladies and gentlemen, no more excuses to turn a blind eye. If you get an opportunity to create a positive change in one person's life, please step in and become a catalyst for change. You never know what kind of powerful force it can create to change the world and generations of people can be benefited by your one act of random kindness. Let me leave you with the following quote today. The smallest deed is greater than the largest intention. So what are you waiting for? Put that one step forward and help one person in the coming week. Dear friends. If you are inspired by this podcast episode, I request you to share it with a friend or a colleague. Please log into mariacristinafoundation.org to know more about Maria, and I am adding her inspiring TED Talk link to my show notes. Please do watch and spread the message. Until next time, wish you all an amazing week. Take care and bye for now.